Okay, so today, friends, we are starting a new book, and this is a big one. This is the five-minute Disney Pixar stories book, and there are a ton of stories in this book. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve stories. Hot dog. And the very first story is you, what we are you reading. You have to say jackpot, jackpot. Um, the very first story is what we're reading, and it is called A New Purpose. And this was adapted by Megan Roth from the book Toy Story 4, okay, which was written by Bill Scullion. And so we're going to read this story today, and it's read today by Mommy and... What's your name? Hmm. I don't remember where you put it. Oh, it's over there. It's on the couch. Do you see? Sorry, friends, one second. Bear with us. There will be a surprise in just a moment. So, today's story is read to you by Mommy and... The one and only. You'll have to say it very loud if you're going to have that on. Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Friends, I wish you could see him. He's got a Spider-Man costume. He's pretty legit. You look great, guy. Are you ready for your story? Can you see the pictures with the mask on? I'm sure. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to lift it up. Yeah. Lift it up a little bit. There you go. Now you can see the pictures. Okay. Oh, and as always, friends, I will put the pictures up on my Instagram so you can see what they look like. Here we go. Lightning flashed across the sky as Andy ran into his room with an armful of toys. But he had accidentally left R.C. outside. Do you remember who R.C. is? Mm-mm. He was his remote control car, okay? When Andy went downstairs, Woody headed to Andy's sister's room to search for the lost toy. Once there, Bo and Woody came up with a plan. Slinky Dog stretched his springy body out the window as Woody scrambled down his back to rescue R.C. And you remember Bo was little Bo Peep. And she was the, she had the little sheep. Mm -hmm. She was in his sister's room. Okay. Moments later, though, Andy's mom came to get Bo and her sheep. Andy's sister, Molly, was giving them away. Woody snuck over to Bo as she stood in the cardboard box. He wanted to help her escape and take her back to Andy's room. But Bo was ready to go. Years passed, and eventually a much older Andy gave his toys to a little girl named Bonnie. She loved them as much as Andy had, but things were different for Woody. He wasn't a favorite toy anymore. When Bonnie was ready for her first day of kindergarten, Woody decided to go with her just in case she needed him. When she got upset at craft time, he came to her rescue and brought her more art supplies. Bonnie used her imagination to put them together to make a new friend. 
Forky. She even wrote her name on the bottom of his foot, just as she had with Woody. To Woody's surprise, Forky came to life, just like the other toys. Back in Bonnie's room, Woody introduced Forky to Bonnie's other toys. Bonnie made a new friend in class, he told them. She literally made a new friend. Everyone, I want you to meet Forky. But wide-eyed Forky was not interested in being a toy. I know this is a little strange, Woody said, but Forky is the most important toy to Bonnie right now. The next morning, Bonnie and her family were going on a road trip. She loaded up the RV with her toys, including her new favorite, Forky. One evening, Buzz Lightyear broke the news to Woody that Forky was climbing out of the moving RV. The plastic utensil jumped out of the window. Woody knew he had to follow them. He couldn't leave a toy behind. Woody found Forky and they walked to the next town to reunite with the RV. But something caught Woody's eye in the window of an antique store. Bo's lamp. Do you remember that she, that um, little Bo Peep had a lamp that she stood on with her sheep? Mm. Okay. Woody and Forky entered the store, but instead of Bo, they found a doll named Gabby Gabby. Woody introduced himself and Forky, but Gabby Gabby wasn't all that interested in Forky. Instead, she pointed at the voice box sewn into Woody's chest. You have what I need right inside there, she said. I just need Well, let's find out. Woody quickly escaped to the playground, but without Forky. Before he could come up with a plan, a busload of campers ran over the, overran the playground. In the middle of the mayhem, Woody spotted Bo Peep and her sheep. She was part of a group of toys that traveled around to find kids to play with. The two friends couldn't have been happier to see each other. Bo even agreed to help rescue Forky. Meanwhile, Buzz Lightyear had decided to search for Woody and Forky. The brave space ranger followed their trail through the carnival, but he was captured and placed on a prize wall. He met some new toys, Ducky and Bunny, who helped him escape. Buzz found Woody and Bo and the whole group snuck into the store to rescue Forky. Bo pointed to a glass cabinet across the way. That's most likely where your Forky's being kept. Getting to it meant, oh, look at this, crossing a wide aisle that was patrolled by dragon, the shop's tough-looking cat. And I think this cat does look very scary. Look at him 
stretching his legs. Woody knew that he had to get to Forky fast. He ran across the aisle and climbed up the cabinet, but it was locked. Gabby Gabby's dummies surrounded the toy and captured both sheep too. The toys escaped, but now Gabby Gabby had Forky and the sheep. Bo needed to come up with a new plan. She took Woody to meet Duke Kaboom, Canada's greatest stuntsman. Bo thought Duke could jump across the aisle to the cabinet and rescue Forky and her sheep. But Duke wanted no part of it. He remembered how he'd disappointed his kid when he failed to make a big jump. That was long before, and Duke hadn't some hadn't jumped since. But be the Duke you are right now, Bo encouraged. The one who jumps and crashes. But Duke didn't make it. He crashed right into Dragon. Woody encouraged everyone to try again and help him rescue Forky, but the toys were banged up and hurt. Bo was upset that Woody could be so single-minded. So she led her lost toys back to the carnival. Woody went back to the store alone to find Forky, but instead came face to face with Gabby Gabby. Woody listened as she explained how her voice box had never worked properly and she'd never been any kid's favorite toy. He understood how she felt. So, he gave Gabby Gabby his voice box and got Forky back in return. Woody's voice box was a perfect match for Gabby Gabby's record. Now it was time to find a kid for her to love. But Gabby Gabby wasn't sure any kid could love her. Right now, Woody said, I'm an old rag doll that's been lost, chewed on, burned, ripped up, thrown away, forgotten. Who understands just one thing? I was made to help a child. Any child. Woody encouraged her to be who she really was, while Bo helped find the perfect little girl for her. She found someone who was lost and needed a friend. It was a perfect match. Woody and the other toys made their way back to Bonnie's RV. Everyone was happy to see Woody. And he was even happier to see Bonnie reunited with Forky. He had done the job he'd set out to do. But what, but what about Woody's voice box? Let's see what happens. It was then he realized that there were kids and toys everywhere who would always need his help. Woody knew that wherever he went and whichever toy he helped next, 
he'd always have his friends by his side. They were partners now. To infinity. Mm-hmm. You see, I think what happened is that Woody decided that letting Gabby Gabby have her dream of being someone's favorite toy was more important than him going and just being a regular, sometimes played with, but not often played with toy. Because he had already had his time of being the favorite toy. And if he could give to someone else so that they could have their chance at being a favorite toy, that was more important. And that's called putting others first. And that is an excellent thing to do. And it's also the... The end. Infinity and beyond.